Hello and welcome to Extra Time, the podcast made for Hampshire FA, produced and presented by me, Leanne Goodall. Voices is a series of podcast episodes that aims to give a voice to everyone involved in football within Hampshire FA. We'll be telling stories and talking about topics of interest in grassroots football and beyond. Now sit back and relax while we talk about football that matters to you. In this episode, we'll be looking at how Hampshire FA work with Solent University students to inspire the next generation of leadership in grassroots football. So with me today, I have... Chris Smith, Football Development Manager at Hampshire FA. Excellent. And we went to Solent University last week, didn't we, to do a football leadership conference. So tell us a bit about that. We did, yes. So it's a day-long conference that we run exclusively for students at Solent. Um, it's their BA Football Studies course. And what kinds of things do we do in the day? So initially the day is about leadership and it's inspiring them to become leaders. But it's also about giving them the knowledge and skills that they might need to deliver against their projects. So specifically trying to get them to think about who their target audience is, what the barriers are to participation for that target audience, what available programmes there are currently being delivered by the FA and by us as a county and how they might cross over with their projects. So what's behind the idea of working with Solent University and their BA students? And from our perspective, it's about expanding our workforce exponentially and having that opportunity to go out and impact on a lot more participants potentially than we would do with the small team that we have. Um, it gives us the opportunity to try different things, but it also gives us the opportunity to work with specific clubs on almost a one-to-one basis, which we don't always have the time to do. From their perspective, it's about giving them real-life experience, opening up an alternative career pathway for them that they may or may not have considered previously, giving them transferable skills that they can not just put on their CV and their application forms, because their application forms will look pretty good, but when they get into an interview environment, they'll have real-life examples that they can refer to and talk about. I know that you offer these ideas as kind of these alternative careers, because the idea when you're a young child is you you have these kind of dreams you're either going to play football or work for a top club but they're not necessarily just a B class option are they these roles within football leadership? Absolutely not I think people naturally think that football stops at what they see on TV and and therefore careers stop there as well people will assume that the best way to work in football is to work in a pro club environment now that is a great place to to work you can do all sorts of amazing things see sorts of all sorts of amazing things but uh, the grassroots football environment is also an amazing place to work and the FA put a lot of funding into that environment we have 50 odd um, county FAs across the country all of whom have professional staff that are either funded by the FA or funded by the county FA depending on their roles and their jobs are to essentially govern football in that environment. What kind of reaction do you get from the students? Are they up for it, involved or a bit disengaged? A bit of a mixed bag to be honest, certainly to begin with. I, I do an exercise where I ask them to put their hands up if they see themselves working in a pro club and all the hands shoot up and then we say the FA and some drop down and then we say county FA and, and a large amount of the hands do drop down. And Again, I, I think that's partly because they're not aware of what that looks like. As the programme starts and they get their projects, there is an increase in enthusiasm and as the understanding starts to increase you start to see them engage more and you do get some really really good project delivery and some good examples of, of students that that go on and think this is the career for me this is you know one may not have been aware of it before coaching isn't the pathway I want to take 
I, I get a good kick out of seeing people taking part in football at a level that suits them and just for the fun of it. You do, you see, you see that enthusiasm grow with each of the students and that comes across in the work that they do. What is maybe your favourite thing that you've been involved with or the favourite project that you've seen a student be involved with since your time working with them? Last year we did a project specifically on the conference, so we had a group of students that attended each of the workshops between them. They did some research across the student body to understand what they would like more of, and they presented that back to us, and then they were part of the planning process for the delivery of this uh, conference, so they had a real impact on what it looks like this time round. So we reduced the hours of the day, didn't have a big lunch break, looked at how we could incorporate some practical delivery. Hopefully that's gone down really well, and time will tell, but that's sort of the impact that they can have. They, they can be the voice of the student body in this case, or they can go out and conduct that research that we would love to take the time to do, but we've got a hundred other things to do. So getting some real live local insight, which can inform what we do moving forward. And that in itself there was sort of a, an example of that going through with the conference itself. Well, I was there on the day for your 2020 leadership conference and I can tell you the students were definitely engaged so I'm sure that feedback's having a really positive impact on them. You had a speaker down from the FA as well. What was the reasoning behind that? Yes, Austin Harris is a county coach developer. He is employed by the FA but works specifically in Hampshire. His primary role is to oversee coach education. He works with the tutors to ensure quality assurance across the courses and also delivers a number of our courses, including our premier course, our UA for B. So he has a great experience of coaching. He has a great experience both working in that pro club environment we talked about earlier, but also working at a grassroots level now. And he's gone from pro club to grassroots and was singing the praises of that. And he talked about him having his dream job now and how stepping into an environment where he gets to work with coaches that are on the coalface out there delivering to the first that first experience of football that kids have. And those kids can go on to be anything they want. But having that love of the game is the most important thing. So he is sort of he's seen it from both ends. He's seen different elements of the program of the fo- of football and was able to really put that across in a passionate manner. Yeah, there were definitely some really individualised ideas coming out of it from the students, and they were definitely seeing their own personal preferences rather than the ones they've been given before. So moving forwards, what do you hope for them and for the football leadership conference? The conference, again, will continue to evolve each year. I, I think each year we deliver it, it's, it's the best one because of the feedback we take and the pointers we, we move along with. In terms of the programme itself, there are changes afoot. Uh, we, each year we look at how we can improve it and have consistency across the projects because over time the projects evolve into their own different animals and sometimes they're no longer suitable for that environment or they don't sort of match up with other projects and that can lead to some confusion so we've worked really hard this year to have consistency on how we structure the projects what the expectations are of the students and also what their expectations are of us as as FDOs and 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 what interaction we have with them and, and make sure that we make the most of all of that interaction to have the biggest impact we're looking at the Fergie module in particular uh, and trying to point that in a direction that gives students more empowerment to come up with their own projects that can potentially rolled out in future program and also like improve and add value to our projects and we do want them to challenge us both in conversation but also in how they go out and carry out their delivery because we find that we learn a lot from them as well and like I say it's about giving them the opportunity to showcase that and hopefully going on and coming back to us as employees of the future.
And I'm sure that they have opportunities within the university to give their feedback. But if anybody's listening to this podcast and they attended the day and they've got some ideas or they want to tell you something about it, where can they go? What can they do? Well, they all will have a specific student football development officer contact for their project. So that's their first port of call. If they don't feel that they're getting their message across there, then they're welcome to contact myself at chris.smith at hampshirefa.com. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. So that's what Chris had to say. I then managed to catch an interview with someone who's been through the process himself. Okay, so I'm stood pitch side now at Stoneham and I have a guest with me who's going to tell us a little bit about himself. So do you want to introduce yourself? Um, Tom Lynn, um, just graduated Solent in the summer, enjoyed my time at the university there and um, I did football studies, open eyes to a lot more of football. What were you thinking it would be then? I was thinking it would be more practical side of football, more coaching-esque, but when we, was more off the field, so sociology, psychology, football development as well, which is where we linked in with Hampshire FA, which was, say eye-opening, it was really enjoyable because you're understanding more of the game and how it affects different areas. Okay, so you got involved in a project with Hampshire FA, tell us a bit about that. Uh, so in my first year we were involved in different projects and the one I was in was one in partnership with the Quality FC and Hampshire FA. Flo was the lead on the project and it was targeting disadvantaged adults in the Southampton area. It's amazing to see that obviously they've gone through their struggles and what about the impact football has and working with Hampshire FA you learn about different things such as monitoring and evaluating and how little things like that are important to make sure the project's successful rather than just letting it run which working with Hampshire FA has, well, for me personally, it opened my eyes to a lot of things and a deeper understanding of how football can be used for the better. OK, so what are you doing now then with your time since graduating? Well, I've recently set up my own one-to-one coaching aimed at helping people with individual technique. It doesn't matter what age or ability they are. I'm also involved with Moneyfields girls youth team over in Portsmouth which I started while I was at university and probably one of the best decisions I've made training them three times a week it's brilliant especially when you see the development and when they ask you questions as well it's great experience and because of that the ladies manager of Moneyfields asked me to get involved with the with the senior ladies team and they're performing at a really high level and challenging for teams like Portsmouth I would say Southampton but Southampton are just on a different level which is but being involved in football, football is my passion and it's, from what I did at university it allowed me to explore more avenues of football which I never thought to begin with I would be interested in but if you're going with an open mind anything can happen and you can learn and gain new passions from it. And what are you doing here today at Stoneham on this very windy day? Me and a few of the other coaches have set up a representative squad for the league to almost show off the best talents we've got in the league and give the girls another opportunity to play football and at a higher level if possible. We've got different fixtures lined up. There's an academy team from Ireland who are going to be coming over in Easter. Helping the girls play at a high level and coaches share my view with this. We want them playing the highest level possible, whether that's here, whether that's in a regional talent centre. And Hampshire Fair have been brilliant helping us. Obviously, we've got the fantastic facility and the support flow's shown and donated a sum to help help facilitate it which is fantastic. Where do you see yourself going with regards to football? Uh, I'd like to work in youth football still, staying in the female game, ideally working in a regional talent centre, 
helping produce the next generation of footballers for the female game and working in football is just the main goal. Thank you very much for speaking to me today. No worries, thank you very much. Today we've looked at how the next generation are being encouraged to consider careers within grassroots and county football. If you work in this area, then we'd love to hear your experiences too. You've been listening to Extra Time, the Voices series. We hope you found it interesting or at least got something from it. If you've got a topic idea or a story that you'd like to tell, then get in touch with someone at Hampshire FA or with me via Twitter. You can find my username in the episode description. These podcasts are free for you to listen to, so if you think they're worth it, then we'd love you to hit subscribe. Thanks for listening.